let's talk about five critical tips for sellers entering into a buyer's market, okay? Uh, tip number one, you want to dismantle objections, okay? So with more homes for the buyers to choose from, uh, the, you're, they're looking for a home that's moving ready. They don't want to deal with a home that needs a new furnace. Gotcha. They don't want to deal with a home that needs a new roof. They don't want to deal with a home that needs all these repairs. And I know you may be thinking like, well, they're buying a home. Why can't they do it? Many times buyers can't do it. Many times they're working two jobs just to afford the house. Many times they, you know, so they're going in, they want a turnkey type of house. And other than that, if, if you don't have a turnkey kind of house, that's fine. There's just a way to price it appropriately. And we're going to talk about that a little oh, bit further. I was just going to say that. You just yeah. got to lower your price. Don't shoot for those crazy high prices anymore. You want to price your home to market. We're going to talk about that one too in so, a second. So the objections, what's the best way to find out what a buyer would object? Is it a pre-list pre -list home yeah. inspection? So you want to do a pre-list home inspection. You want to have a home inspector come on in and they can uh, pretty much let us know what all of the red flags are. If there's a leaky roof, leaky pipes uh you know um if there's some issues with the electrical system if there's pest issues okay all of those things we want to talk about and get done up front it's actually a pretty minor investment compared to the money that you will lose if you don't do that stuff and again if you're not in the position to do that we're going to put together a tailored plan for you call me 401-359-2338 we can get you started okay uh make sure that the buyers can finance your home this is number yeah, two make sure that happens mm -hmm. so uh unless a buyer unless your home is over the price point of like what 456 or 475 somewhere around there this this one won't really go towards them so much but i'm talking about homes under that 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 fha price line under that what is it 456 457 four, 453 $457,000 in Rhode Island. It's differing from state to state, but let's just call it 475 and under. This is for you, okay? If your home's under 475, you need to make sure that your home can qualify for FHA financing, Rhode Island housing, if you're in Rhode Island, um, uh, veterans financing because a huge chunk of the market in that price range is coming in looking at homes and some areas that you need to pay special attention to are broken or missing handrails if there's any mold lead um, bars on the windows bars on the windows <laughs> no if there if there's any chipping paint things like that health and safety issues and the pre-list home inspection from step number one will come in really handy here and your real estate professional can go through that with you uh, first impressions are the lasting impressions. This is number three, Matt. Basically, in order to get the highest sales price in your home, I have realized throughout the thousand or so homes that I've been involved with selling, when buyers walk up to a house, if they see that the lawn, the, the grass is, is high, if they see that there's chipping paint all around the front, if the first impression is a poor impression, they're gonna run for the hills or they're they're gonna be turned off right away, okay? And when, a, 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 the realtor is a part of the first impression as well. Well, the realtor, it, it, yeah, absolutely. Your so you gotta hire, you gotta have a good, good listing agent that's gonna make, make that Make sure your listing agent isn't showing up in flip-flops. No. I, I, I gotta tell you, I mean, when I see that stuff, it really kills me sometimes. Like, you're selling someone's most important asset and you're wearing shorts and flip-flops get out of here 
get out of here. I mean, some 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 realtors may object with that. That's okay. That's your style. Uh, but it wouldn't be okay if I was listing a home. I want my realtor in a suit. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of uh, a lot of your customers say that after. That's they why they hire us. We yeah. show up to work. Yeah, we, show up to work and show up. First impression. Yeah, first impression is everything. Thank you, Matt. And you do too. You're wearing a suit right now. <laughs> All right. So um. So yeah, so make sure the aesthetics of the property are are, are really in great shape. I gotta tell you, the best the best bang for your buck uh, for the front of a home is obviously, like I said, cutting your lawn, putting a new roof on. That's the only area in your house where you get a hundred percent return on investment. Okay, so if you need a new roof, again, there's a way to price it if you can't afford to do that. But if you can't afford to do it, absolutely do it. Put that new roof on. Go 30-year. Don't go 20-year shingle. The difference is nominal. Now, walking into the house, a fresh coat of neutral colors in your home is going to do wonders. If you walk in and you got the pink carpet and the pink walls, or if you've got, you know, odd color walls, or if you got a paint color that you thought was awesome, but buyers are not going to like, you're really hurting your home value. So I would suggest to go to, to, you know, Lowe's, Home Depot, Sherman Williams, wherever, ask for a neutral color palette, ask them what colors are hot right now and paint the home accordingly. And you want to make sure to stay within the lines. Do not do a crappy amateur job and hit the ceiling with the paintbrush. No, no, no. You got to make sure this thing looks clean because the first thing they look at are the paint, the walls, the ceilings, the floors. And if those are a mess, they're going to look at the rest of the house as being Mickey Mouse. When you put your house in the market you, and you have, let's just uh, downsize the amount of buyers down to like 10 buyers. Let's yep. say there's 10 buyers and you have a house that has pink turquoise orange like crazy blues whatever in the house yeah you you you're looking at 10 buyers you there's hopefully you find one that's that's going to deal with it and then fix it on the end yeah whereas if you have all neutral colors all those 10 buyers are probably going to be able to be okay with it exactly you know so you just you just said okay 10 people now don't have a reason not to buy the house even the one person that is okay with pink and turquoise or whatever is still going to be okay with the neutral colors because they'll make it pink and turquoise after of course because they can throw their pink and turquoise over right so why not why not market it to everybody that's okay with neutral colors absolutely yeah you're going to want to make sure and 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 also declutter and stage make sure that your property is really you know picture picture ready okay i went to an open house uh this weekend Mm -hmm. and there was uh in the master bedroom the the woman had endless pillowcases all over the and i'm like you got people walking through your house who's to say when nobody's not looking they're just not grabbing like people are crazy and they're grabbing whatever medication that there is. I don't. I didn't look at any oh. of the type of medication. Oh, endless pill cases. Pill cases. Yeah, medications. Yeah, if you're gonna sell your house, put all that important stuff away. Yeah, lock that stuff up. A- absolutely. Number four on here. Running out of time. Number four. Don't inflate your home's price. Okay. Several months ago, a year ago, you could inflate the price, uh, anticipating the up and coming market. Now at this point in time, prices have plateaued. Homes that need work are declining in price. You need to make sure that you are on at market value in the best case scenario and you're going to think i'm crazy for this but i promise you it works is to price your home a tad bit under fair market value okay now we'll go through this and make sure that you feel comfortable with this but let me give you an example recently middletown rhode island okay now middletown i would say is a little bit more of a seasonal market right yeah 
Okay, we just recently listed a property that could have sold for 220230 max. We just recently listed it at 189.9. It needed a ton of work. I'm talking everything needs to be like done in this house. 100 grand with the work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's in a neighborhood with higher priced homes. We had 11 offers, 57 showings, 11 offers on this thing and it's going it's selling $60,000 over. It's selling at $250,000, okay? If you would have listed that property at 250 you would have heard crickets you would have got nothing moving mortgage get that one i'm not so sure but <laughs> but i gotta tell you there's a way to do this stuff and make sure you're speaking to a professional any questions at all call me 401-359-2338 401-359-2338 or you could go to mydreamhomenow.com and one more don't posture on an offer. If an offer comes in, when it comes in, especially if it's a couple of weeks that have gone by where you've been on the market and you only have one offer on the table, don't expect the multiple bids anymore, okay? Unless you're pricing your home a little under fair market value and your home is perfectly turnkey or has a crazy view. Other than that, don't expect multiple bids anymore in this market. And when an offer comes in, do whatever you can to entertain and negotiate a high offer on there with what you have. But the longer you wait, the longer your property sits in a market like this, the less and less and less I guarantee you're going to get. So again, check this all out. Check the blog out on mydreamhomenow.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page. You can read this blog for all of the pointers. You can click the sell tab and get your home's fair market value estimate and meet with me for a full tailored free presentation on what to do to get the highest price thanks for tuning into the round table we got to cut to a quick commercial break when we get back matt bates with movement mortgage is talking about the increased mortgage rate environment and how it's going to affect buyers and sellers like stay tuned we'll be right back Good morning. Thanks for joining us today on the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. In the studio with us right now, we've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Matt, welcome back to the Roundtable. Good morning, everybody. Thanks. Good morning. Glad, glad to be here. Glad to have you. I'm actually glad to have a mortgage expert in the studio with us because the mortgage rates have just ticked up again. Again. And can we talk about this increased mortgage rate environment, Matt? Yeah, um, it's definitely it it's things? definitely something that's getting broadcasted everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, you'll see it on any news, you know, network. If you go on any, any uh, money sites like CNN Money or Yahoo Finance or anything like that, you're mm -hmm. gonna see the rates are going up, and it's something that everybody we've been talking about for a long time. They said that at the end of the year we're gonna be closer to, you know, we're gonna be into the fives, closer to six. Mm -hmm. um, that's happening. Mm -hmm. um, so as of recently. All of my clients are, if you're not in the A plus category, as far as your your credit score is concerned. What would that be? Um, for a conventional mortgages, it's 740 or higher. And okay. if FHA, it's 680 and higher. Okay. So FHA, the government loans, they give you a little bit of a better mm -hmm. uh, break on your FICO score. Mm -hmm. If you're not in that those t top tiers, you're already in the fives. Mm. You're already in the fives. So don't even, you know, you don't, you might see banks and stuff that offer, you know, 4.875, 4.75. That's only to top tier customers. Okay. And and they're at, they're coming into the fives. If you have anything below any of those two FICO scores, again, 740 or below for conventional and 680 or below for FHA, you're, you're 5% all day, 5%, mm -hmm. five and an eighth. Um, 
and uh, depending on some some banks, you 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 don't even have an option at four percent uh, in the fours anymore. So it, it is what it is. Um, and one of my uh, one constant conversation that I continuously have, and one that's that comes to mind right immediately is one with one of my sisters. She, they they are they uh, recently got married. Natalie. Yes. What's up, Natalie? Hey, Natalie. Um, so they they just got they just got uh, married, and they're looking to buy. You know, they're they're, they're interested in it. They're great starting guy. the conversation. Your a great guy. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Um, so they they're they're starting the conversation, and and one of the things that she said was, "Well, we don't want to buy now. The rates are too high." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. wait a second, mm-hmm. wait a second. Okay, yes, fact. The rates are are increasing. They're not high. No, they're increasing." High is like fourteen percent or sixteen percent or ten percent. Like that's anything high. over nine. Yeah, I, th- and that's that hasn't happened in like what thirty years or something like that. I don't even. Uh, I, I don't know. No, maybe like fifteen or so. Right, right, right. That that's just. I mean, and it might happen. Who knows? It might. It, probably not for another fifteen years. Yeah. But what I told her is, is that you guys just prepare for what you, you what you can control. And and you can't and what you can't control and and figure out what that is. Yep. You can't control interest rates. You just can't do it. I can't do it. You can't do it. She can't do it. Nobody can control interest rates. There's higher power that mm-hmm. does that. What we can control is what we buy and what we love and what we like mm-hmm. and what's going to make us happy. So I said, don't not stop looking at houses. If you find a house that you absolutely fall in love with. It's not worth sacrificing the house that you love for, because of a five percent interest rate. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Because you can't you can control what you love and what you like, but mm-hmm. you you can't control the five percent. And what you do is you it, it's still not worth it to sacrifice the house. Mm-hmm. Get the house. You're paying more in rent anyway. Still. Right, right. Well, they already own a home, so they're they're happy. They're content where they are now. But it, if they're if they're wanting to expand and they want to achieve goals about having certain, you know. Uh, acreage mm-hmm. and in a certain area and having certain bedrooms and having a filled family and doing all those things and they find a perfect place for it then go and get it because rates as much as they go up they go down mm-hmm. and we can always restructure the mortgage once that happens and just bank on that happening um, so you know I told her I was like you guys are in a fine position if you find something that you love let's buy it mm-hmm. and we'll do what we can about the rate and whatnot. But don't sacrifice what you really love and care about because home ownership is such a proud and amazing thing that you want to, you know, you, and whether you own a house and you want to buy a bit upsize or downsize or whatever, having financial flexibility like that is like such like an awesome feeling. So yeah. like you got, they're in a good shape. They're a nice, safe place. They have a nice place to live now. So, you know, um, you know, let's, let's, let's not rush into anything, but don't sacrifice something that you love mm-hmm. just because it's a little bit more expensive. Of know? course not. Do you now? How do you see these increased rates affecting buyers? Buyers' mindsets. Well, buyers are always going to be. People are always going to be buying houses. Everybody needs a place to live, mm-hmm. and it's still the government and uh, the way that our economy works gives you a huge amount of incentive be, to become a homeowner. So um, versus renting. So Absolutely. you know, regardless of what the rate is, you still are. Be having a huge benefit happen to you in your financial portfolio mm-hmm. by buying. So, like, yes, they're all like, oh, well, we wish it was 4%. But that's like wishing that you had a million dollars in the bank. Like, it's all just like thoughts that don't actually achieve any goals. No. You know, so at the end of the day, I'm saying, like, this is what it is. 
you can't control it, I can't control it. You'll be wishing it. they're five when they're six. But it's still an awesome thing that you're buying a house. <laughs> You'll be wishing they're five when they're six. Right. Man, now, refi- refinancing, re- yeah, right. You're wishing you were five when you were six. That's a good point. You know, people are no longer talking about 3%, which was what it was when we first yeah. when we first started working together. It was like three and a quarter, mm. three and a half. Crazy. Yeah, and now nobody even see. brings that up anymore. Yeah. You know, it's over with. So control the things and focus on the things that you can control. You can control where you want to live, how much... Uh, you know how much you want to spend in total for like a budget sure um you you can control um the style of house that you like mm-hmm. you can control um you know the whether or not it needs to get renovated or not you can control all of those the things. professionals working behind you that can either come through or not right and then and then the things that are out of your control you just acknowledge them know that that's happening and just have that play into how you make your decisions mm-hmm. going forward so like if you were approved for four hundred thousand dollars and now you're you know now that the budgets bring you down to 350 then you know make 350 work for you but still it's a it's still worth it to do buy the 350 house versus a 400 strictly because of it's a you're 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 buying real estate yeah. and they're not making any more land they're not well unless you're in dubai i always, I always <laughs> well, they, that. Spend they, a, they made land in dubai they raked the ocean sand and blew it up and made Islands, islands, yeah, islands, and that might be that might last for billions of years, or it might not last for billions. <laughs> Probably and, not. I don't know about you know? billions. Well, they're not making any more, any more real estate, yeah, so no. like buy it while it's here, like while it's there. I, you know? I totally agree. There's another thing too for for buyers out there right now. Um, it, it's you're having a little bit less competition because there's more inventory. So finally, there's more homes for us to select from. And I've noticed working with my buyers, Matt, that you know those buyers that got extremely upset because there was no homes to choose from are now pretty happy because now they have several homes to choose from. And there's actually a few fewer buyers out there from what I see as well. Yeah, um, I you know I I think that there's fewer unqualified buyers so like like and not to and i want to like what do you mean? Di- like i feel like i'm i'm talking i'm spending more time with people that that qualify right away yes and yes. less time we're like so if i pull 30 applications in a, in a month mm-hmm. 20 of them are need work need, need like wow. help and like need you know guidance Two-thirds. and in and but then the, there's 10 that are really mm-hmm. uh you know, strong buyers that are willing to get a pre-approval letter right away and whatnot. We still take care of those other 20 buyers. Of course. We nurture them. We guide them guidance. We clean up anything. Buying in a few months. Buying in a few months, put them on a track, put them in the calendar, Mm -hmm. you know, get them in touch with certain people that are going to improve the situation that, uh, that I I can't do myself. If I can do it myself, absolutely. 100% help Mm -hmm. you out. But so what, and so what I'm seeing is that instead of me paying, pulling 30 and getting a 33% capture, I'm pulling, 15 and still getting the same 10. Wow, that's great. You know, so that's kind of where I'm seeing right yeah. now. Um, and I think it's just, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure why, but that's where I'm seeing. Anytime right there's a little bit of a shift in anything, people kind of want to watch and see. We also do have elections coming up. Some people are a little leery during the election season. I really don't think it's going to matter so, so much. I mean, who knows? Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, home ownership over the course of time has always been the best investment. Anyways, always, always, know, always, uh, any kind of real estate. Yeah. When, yeah, when you do it right, when you do, do it right. right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and there's short term goals, which is to get into a house and then there's long term goals. So and which is to like, you know, are you going to buy another house soon? Are you going to mm-hmm. um, are you going to uh, be in here short term and 
um, are you investing? Like, what's the what's the overall thing? And if you talk to one of our um, uh, uh, partners on the radio show, Greg Rice, he he's amazing at going out and 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 capturing real estate deals and getting and buying investment properties. And then he's you know willing to refinance and play the game just to get it down. Yeah. You know, but as you own it, you own it. You can take you can you're, you're in control when you refinance and when yeah. you don't. You can that leverage you're your properties to buy right. other properties. Nothing, no, but not one mortgage that I've ever sold in my entire career is, has any prepayment penalty or you're locked in. Mm -hmm. Besides like a Rhode Island housing loan that you have to be locked in for, for five years mm -hmm. or else there's penalties. Mm -hmm. That's the only one that Different, I really, yeah. it's a little, that's like the only one, but the, the majority of them, you can restructure the mortgage at any time. Wow. That's good stuff, Matt. How can somebody reach you? Is it rimortgageguy.com? The rimortgageguy.com. My cell phone call and text me is... 401-266-4416. Um, it's right by my hip all the time. Say that number. Again. Uh, that 401-266-4416. And you can check out my website at the, the rimortgageguy.com. I'm also, that's my tag on Facebook and Instagram, which the has R. a lot of good, good information. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Matt Bates, Movement Mortgage. Thanks for being here with us. Thanks, Talking guys. about the increased mortgage rate environment. Any other info, feel free to check out mydreamhomenow.com. You can easily see, uh, you know, the podcasts. You can listen to them, watch videos, see blogs, and search for real estate and find your home's value as well, mydreamhomenow.com. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back with Ted Tapuzis. He's a real estate attorney talking out about contractual obligations of the purchase and sales agreement. We'll be right back. Hey, good morning. Thanks for being here with us today on the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. This is Emilio Despirito, local Rhode Island realtor, leading a team of Rhode Island and Massachusetts realtors. And we're here every single week to give you the lowdown on the real estate market, as well as all of the information you need when buying, selling, and investing in real estate. In the studio with us today, we have Ted Tapuzis with Tapuzis & Associates. Thanks welcome so back to the show, Ted. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. You're Thank very welcome. Me. me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you know, you got your me, whole us. team too. Yeah, I got my team. Out in That's Jefferson right. Boulevard in Warwick, and you guys cover Florida, Rhode Island, and Massachusetts. That's right. Pretty right, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, contractual obligations of the purchase and sales agreement, Ted. What, yep. Can you explain the different type of obligations that a buyer and a seller would have during the process of a purchase and sales? Yeah, I, I, def, I'm, I, I, I think this is an important topic, and uh, especially this day and age, because I know we've just ending a, uh, a, I guess, if you will, a seller's market. And, sure. Uh, and, definitely you know, coming out of that. It's definitely coming out of that. I know. You're, I'm, we're all seeing it. And uh, and we're potentially, and although I don't know if it's right on the money, uh, a buyer's market yet, but but it's moving that direction. Mm -hmm. So th so I felt that this was an important topic to discuss today because uh, I think people should know, um, you know what it means to sign a purchase and sales agreement or a listing agreement. Um, there are contractual obligations behind signing an agreement. You can't take those things too lightly. Um, you know, that's, they're, 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 it's a contract. It's an obligation from both, both sides to do a certain thing. Sure is. And, um, and so, you know, it, it, it would seem, hey, um, you know, why not, uh, you know, if, if I've got, if, I, if, if I'm a buyer that's already in a contract, um, but there's more properties hitting the market, you, you, you would think, it may not be such a big deal. Let me just cancel this contract that I have, and I'll I'll move on to something else. But it's, it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. It's really really um, important for people to know 
that once they're bound to a purchase sales agreement, that's a contract. And, uh, and there are contingencies. There are way, you know, outs in a contract. Like the standard sure. purchase and sales agreement um, uh, does have outs. Um, you know, and, and let me give you a couple examples of an out. Um, the, uh, the mortgage contingency. If you're going to purchase a property cash, then you don't have that contingency. Mm-hmm. But when you're buying, mo- like most people do, uh, with a mortgage, that you do have that contingency that, that helps you. Um, you know, of course, the, you, you can't drag your feet in the closing process. It's got to be done with uh, good faith. Mm-hmm. So if you, in good faith, don't qualify for the loan, then you have an out. There's also an out um, with, the, uh, with the inspection period. Sure um, is. Right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we see that often, you know, where, where the, uh, um, the buyer has the right to do an inspection unless you're, you know, waiving your, your rights, which could happen. I mean, you know, again, when buyers didn't have much of an option, it was a seller's market, um, they were willing to do whatever they needed to do to, to get that property. Absolutely. So part of it, as you know I'm, where mm-hmm. I'm going, part of it would have been, hey, I'm going to waive my inspections. I, I, I see what I see and I like what I see. Um, but yep. you know, lots of times, what you you know, there, there are issues below um, the uh, the immediate um, you know viewing point, the threshold, and uh, you, you dig a little deeper and you realize, oh wow, I've got some issues here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got if you have issues um, and 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 you have an inspection period they haven't waived, um, now you have the ability to be able to bring that up to the sellers or the listing agent um, within that inspection period time frame um, and you got to look at that time frame that's an important time frame you you, you skip that time frame you miss it mm-hmm. you're out so um, you know a good agent is going to help you like like Amelia believe me we have conversations like this all the time us, every day yeah, uh, yeah we do uh, where where we'll um, you know always try to extend out uh, that type of inspection period to preserve our clients rights one way or the other and but if, if you know for some reason um, the inspection period has lapsed, you know, and then you have a change of heart and you say, ah, you know what? I'm thinking, I don't like this property that much anymore. Yeah. Uh, you're laughing because I know it you've happens. seen this, you've heard it, you know, and, and so it's important for us to bring this up to our audience that, uh, that they're aware that you have a contract here. You're obligated to see this thing through if you don't, um, uh, like what you see, uh, you know, and subsequently to the signing of the agreement, you don't like what you see. It may be too late. You may have to just move forward with it. So I'm, yeah. I'm you know, you can't take these things lightly. And it's the same thing with the listing agreement. The listing agreement, you know, says that the seller's going to do certain things. Or the, 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 the selling, uh, the listing agent rather, is going to do certain things for both. the seller. Yeah, yeah. Both both sides are going to do something. Um, you know, and and the listing agent is going to spend money and time to get you the best numbers, best exposures, best everything for your property. Uh, you can't midstream decide, oh, you know what, I, I've had a change of heart. I like uh, what somebody else told me, mm. you know, a friend of the family or something like yeah. this. You know, you've got a contract. You've got to honor that contract. Mm-hmm. So it's, I know if you have anything more to, to, to discuss regarding, you know, contractual obligations like this, um, you know, Emilio and I are available for that type of consultation. We really are. I'm, I'm happy to explain all the legalities behind it. But again, it's it's important to, to not just gloss over these these obligations because they, they do have meaning. No, they absolutely do. You know, uh, a part where I see a lot of buyers try to pull out of an agreement when 
excuse me, when they have cold feet, um, when they're kind of far into the transaction after inspections is they try to get a mortgage denial letter, completely unethical if they can get supplied a mortgage approval. And in, in rare cases, the bankers will do it. And those are bankers that I would never do business with, right? Because it is so unethical, literally giving a buyer a denial letter, right? Yeah, because, you know, they, they technically they're breaching the contract been able to qualify. So know? one of the things we do for our sellers is we say, well, if your bank can't do it, we want our bank to check to try. out. Yeah, it, it, and that it, makes it, a lot of sense. It, yeah, because you want to be able to preserve the transaction for the best interest mm-hmm. of the parties. Um, and it works both ways. Can we legally do that? I mean, I think you you can. As part of the I don't know if the contract will say um, you, you've got. I know in an REO setting, a bank uh, when a bank forecloses on a property, they yep. take it back. Um, they might be able to have some wiggle room when it comes to that. But I don't think the contract, um, you know, clearly defines that. Um, but hmm. you want to be able to, and if they're really acting in good faith. They're probably willing to, to say, go ahead and give it a shot. You know, I, absolutely. I, right. Yeah. yeah. So if they got something to hide, that's when uh, you know that they won't cooperate with that yeah. suggestion. Yeah. Because I've I've actually seen it before where somebody pulled out of one of our agreements, uh, totally fought us on having one of our banks approve them. Try I knew what approved. they were doing. And then all of a sudden I see that this agent closed on a transaction with this buyer you know, a mile down the road. Yep. And and, yeah. re- and really, like we do everything we can. And but they close cash. That that was right. That was you in a market I mean. where stuff was just so hectic, where we had it sold right away. Anyways, you know, yeah. we had it sold right away, actually for a higher price. So it actually worked out for yeah. Ourselves. For for the seller, it probably worked but, out because the market was so hot. But when now that things are shifting, it's important to realize what contractual obligations mean. When you are a homeowner thinking about selling, you want to make sure that your now that it's shifting towards buyer's agent, you need to make sure that your agent knows and has a ton of experience with this kind of market. Make sure that they've been in a, a balanced or a buyer's market in the past and knows how to navigate this because it's completely different than it was it's a couple totally, of months ago. Yeah, just weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. just weeks ago. I know it's been, it's, cha- it's, it's, it's a changing dynamic. Your agent really needs to guide, you know, that, that, that customer. And that's important because uh, they can't just do it on their own. They need the guidance. They're probably not seasoned like the agent is in a buyer's market mm-hmm. or in a, in a seller's market. They probably don't even know what the hell. It <laughs> it's okay. You can <laughs> say that. You can say that. Hey, listen, <laughs> if you that. have any questions at all and you would like to speak with Ted, Ted is a real estate attorney here in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. Any questions you have, give him a call 401 533 988 401-533-9888, licensed nice in Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Florida. So you're very welcome, Ted. Great information. And uh, don't forget to check us out on uh, mydreamhomenow.com. Check us out there. You can find uh, our, our podcast videos and all of that. Stay tuned. We're going to be back in a couple of minutes with uh, Jennifer Jaber with rblogger.com. Talk about the top five events here in Rhode Island. Thanks, Ted. Thanks, Amelia. Welcome. Hey, let's take a quick moment and talk about the latest real estate market update here in Rhode Island. As far as single family homes go, 
we're noticing more inventory as we've been discussing so an increased inventory usually means that it's leveraging more for a buyer's market so we believe we're going to see prices you know we, we've seen the peak i believe at this point in time and we're going to see prices um you know pretty much stabilize across the board especially as mortgage rates continue to go up and there are fewer buyers out there for the amount of homes that are available homes are sitting on the market a bit longer the average day on market right now is a little over 70 days for a single family home here in Rhode Island. Okay, let's look at June. In June, it was 69 days. July dropped down to 66. In August, back up to 71. And I can tell you September and October are gonna see higher days on market. That's okay, still a fantastic time. And if you really wanna catch the wave and uh, put your home on and net the highest, there is still a way to do it. And earlier on in the show, I shared five tips for uh, sellers preparing to put their home on the market in a buyer's market. We are headed towards a buyer's market. Again, increased inventory. And we're talking about not only single, we're talking about condos, we're talking about multifamilies as well. Things are changing quickly in this uh, in this fast-paced real estate environment. And if you want the latest on it, and if you want a tailored, free, customized program, I want you to call me. We'll go over this together and figure out when the right time for you to buy or sell is. Call me, 401-359-2338. We've got a fantastic team that covers Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Again, 401-359-2338, or you can go to mydreamhomenow.com. You can click the sell tab. You can go ahead, enter your information in, and we'll get back to you with a couple of questions. We'll get a free market value analysis out to you. It'll give you a range. Okay, and if again, if you want a tailored one, we can go meet with you, tour the property, give you suggestions, Massachusetts or Rhode Island, mydreamhomenow.com. I'd like to thank Christina Marcello, our producer, for putting the show together. I'd also like to thank Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage for coming in and talking about how increased mortgage rates are going to affect buyers and sellers. Fantastic information. Also, Ted Tapuzis with Tapuzis and Associates and Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com. Most importantly, you, our listeners, being here with us every single week. Thank you very much. God bless you. And we love to hear from you. You can leave us a message on mydreamhomenow.com or call me direct 401-359-2338. We will see you next week here on the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. Good morning. On the line with us, we've got Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com. And Jen's here to tell us about the top five events here in Rhode Island. We've got a spectacular lineup this fall. Jen, thanks for being here with us. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. It's a pleasure. Um, so it's October, and there's only a few more weekends. I believe two weekends left in October. Makes no sense. You can have them. I know, right? It's crazy. Just I'm started. Like, Who does this? Where does the time go? Mm-hmm. You blink. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so you can have a weekend of old-fashioned family fun at Capreta's Farm. Pick your own pumpkin, try the corn maze, uh, visit the animal barnyard, and I saw that there's baby baby pigs. Um, oh. There'll be five different concession stands, so come hungry. Mm. There'll be a giant slide, train rides for kids only. Sadly, grown-ups can't get on there. Um, a fun park, tractor hay rides, and Marshall and Rocky from Paw Patrol. And it's open every weekend in October, weather permitting. So you've got a few more days to uh, a few more weekends to try that out. Mm-hmm. Um, this, you know, it comes. It seems early to talk about this, but Sunday, October twenty-first is the thirteenth annual Toys for Tots fundraiser, and it kind of wow. struck me because I feel like you don't really start thinking about 
those sort of things until you know November, but now is the time to really get a head start on that. So that's mm-hmm. at West Warwick High School from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. There's a breakfast, a walkathon, and a toy drive to benefit the Saint Brian, sorry, the Sergeant Brian Saint Germain Foundation, as well as Toys for Tots. There'll also be crafters, um, the walkathon, and a chance to drop off new unwrapped toys. So it's a great cause, and like I said, now is a good time to start thinking about those things. per person and $20 for a family of three or more. October 21st is the Health Therapy Concert at the Met from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Tune in and tune up is putting together their incredible concert event as well as a free health and wellness fair to draw attention to Rhode Island Musicians Health Awareness Program. Uh, The event is at the Met and the Hope Artist Village. So it's a great lineup of musicians, and the show itself is fifteen dollars in advance and twenty dollars at the door. So you can save a little money getting your tickets in advance. Mm-hmm. The annual Halloween Spooktacular will take place six to eight p.m. Um, on October twenty-sixth at the community center in Coventry. Um, all ages are invited to this free family event. You can walk your way through an inflatable coin maze, watch the Halloween lights display, obviously wear your costume. Um, enjoy the blacklight sensory path and fill a trick-or-treat bag with goodies. There'll be music, crafts, games, and fun for all. And last but not least, this is kind of aimed at the littler of your family members. The Kaleidoscope Theater presents Happy Halloween House on October 27th from 1 to 5 p.m. But it's a fun and non-scary event. It's ideal for the littles. Um, dress up, meet, and interact with fairy tale characters, walk through the fairy tale land, and bring a non-perishable food item to donate to Granny's House, which will eventually go to the Rhode Island Food Bank. Advanced tickets are $10 each, and they're available until midnight of the night before the event. And I think that they're a little bit more at the door. Nice. And they can check it all out at riblogger.com, right? Absolutely. There's one other event I'd like to give a shout-out to, and you gave a shout-out to it last week. It's the Haunted Labyrinth on Dyer Ave in Cranston. This year, they're having a fantastic theme. It is... Uh, it is um, Alice in Wonderland. It's called Escape from Wonderland. It's super spooky. It's really great. It's perfect for a family, um, you know, to go. There's no gore. There's no blood, but it is scary as heck. And if you're asking, how do they make it scary without that? You just got to go and see and get scared for yourself. Tickets are only 12 bucks. Super inexpensive. You can buy online, pay a little bit uh, less when you do buy online. Go ahead and Google the Haunted Labyrinth in Cranston. Go check it out and let them know that uh, your friends over at the Roundtable sent you. And you can, I think, Jen, I think that was on the uh, riblogger.com as well, too, right? Yeah. All right. Awesome. Good stuff. Did did I uh, cut you off? Did you have another event? No, no, no. I was listening to that one. That one sounds awesome. I love Alice in Wonderland, so I, I can yeah. see how it could be spooky but not gory. That sounds great. Yeah. No, it's it's a great time. So. Good stuff, Jennifer. Thanks for being here with us. And again, to our listeners, check out riblogger.com for the best events here in Rhode Island. Thank you. Have a great week. You're welcome. You too, Jen. Thank you. In some situations, I've met with homeowners who were interviewing not only me, but also other realtors. And in some of those situations, they had gone with the other realtors because the real estate agents have offered a quote-unquote higher price and lower commissions. Before you subscribe to the idea that listing the property at the highest price, a price higher than what 
research shows the home can sell for and lower commission, you may want to think about the overall impact that this may have on your home sale and how much money you will actually lose when this does happen. It's important to make sure that you list the property at fair market value so that more buyers will come into the property, see the property, and potentially bid the property up or give you the best terms and best price possible.